Raising children can be challenging. In this episode, we talk about our children and their love languages. We realize that when we take the time to understand who they are, we begin to parent from a place of love and not fear. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the all. It's Kay and Jay. Welcome to the Alt. It's season two, guys. We are a space where we are talking about all the things that are going on in our lives, all while we are trying to live life his way. God's way, that is. <laughs> okay. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> oh, so, hey there, Kay. How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you doing? I am doing well. I am doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing um, good, you know, um, it was a little tense prior to getting on this lovely call, but um, I'll put a deeper, I'll put a pin on it. I'll pick it up when I leave here. So um, that's, that's kind of where I'm at, but um, I wanted to check in with you and I think our all fam might want to check in with you as well. Cause I know last week um, or in our recent episode or our latest episode, you talked about how you had a difficult week um this past week so um I hope you're you know how you feeling better yeah I'm happy to report (laughs) that I'm doing much better um as I had stated that you know I've I've implemented some stuff um I held very strong in some boundaries that I had put up and um and I did spend that extra time that I spoke about like extra time with my source extra time praying um waking up a little earlier um my prayer a little you know you know, I read somewhere before this man was saying like the busier his life got, the the longer his or the more time he spent with God. That sounds good. Though. Yeah, because sometimes we do the opposite. We get so busy. So we spend less time because we're just trying to rush to get through. And I think that that was what was going on with me last week. But realizing this week that um, when we had that revelations about adult tantrums and stuff like that, um, realizing, well, I'm going to spend more time um and that extra time just helped me out so much. The perspective change, and I was able to just focus. Um, my focus was a little better. I will say though, like when I got to Thursday, though, oh Jesus, Thursday, <laughs> Thursday, uh-huh. Thursday was tough. Thursday was tough, but was tough, but but we made it. We here. We're safe. We're happy. We're healthy. So I thank God for that. What am I, girl? Well, that's good. Yeah. Definitely yeah. happy to hear that you ended uh or you went through this week much better than the week before. I did, I did. So we want to jump into our hellos and goodbyes, right? Why not? Why not? Why not? All right, so for our hellos and goodbyes, this is a section or a segment where we say hello to like it's like a check-in, right? We say right. our check-in where we say hello to what we're looking forward to the week to for the in the week to come and what we are saying goodbye to from last week that we do not want to bring in to this week. So with that being said, let's go right into our hellos and goodbyes. Jay. Hellos and goodbyes. Where are you? Hello and goodbye to. So from uh for this past week that just ended, I want to say goodbye to hmm. um I don't know. I want to say 
I'm, I'm, I'm hearing myself, my inner self say, say goodbye to um, getting in my way. The whole idea about getting in your own way is what I hear myself saying. And I'm just trying to figure out, self, why, why are you saying that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of trying to listen to myself here. Um, why am I saying goodbye to getting in my own way? Um, so I haven't, I don't know why myself wants to say that. So, but it's, that's what it's saying. So, um, and I out of your way, sis. I just get out of my way, get out of my way. So I just want to say um, goodbye to that from last week. Um, and for the week coming up, looking forward to, I think Kay kind of mentioned this, connecting more with God. We're getting ready to go into what I believe is one of the, uh, another key season in the life of a believer. Um, that's Lent. So um, getting ready to go into that and preparing my heart and mind for that. So um, saying hello to what comes, what is to come um, from going into Lynn and, and um, our church is getting ready to go into Daniel fast and I'm actually getting ready to go into a fast. So I'm um, looking forward to going into the week for that. Mm, when does Lent start? Um, I think the day after Ash Wednesday. Oh, okay. If it's not, if it's not the day after Ash Wednesday, then it is. Um, the day, but I want to say it's the day after Ash Wednesday. Let me double check that while we're while we're here, just to make sure uh, we're giving the right answer. Um, yep. Lent begins. Look at that. Praise the Lord for Google. Come on, somebody. Um, <laughs> oh, it, it begins on it begins on Ash Wednesday. On Ash Wednesday. Oh, okay. It begins on Ash Wednesday. So, yes. Well. Well, my, did you say your, you said your hello and your goodbye. So hello, look, going into um, getting ready for Ash Wednesday and Lent and then goodbye to getting in your own way. Yes. How about you? How about you? Um, Hello. To, well, goodbye to, goodbye to um, over, over, overthinking. Are you getting in your way too? Yeah. <laughs> overthinking. <laughs> goodbye to overthinking this week. Um. And hello to accepting, accepting who I am and accepting um, accepting who I am in the space that I am right now, just so that you can move. Because I think sometimes, you know how like in Alcohol Anonymous, they always say the first step to oh. is to recognize you have a problem. Okay, this is where we are and now we're moving forward. So hello to accepting and goodbye to... Um, self whatever i just said i just forgot what i just said <laughs> overthinking goodbye to overthinking 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 is a hard thing for me to get over it's so easy to overthink yeah so yeah i also want to say hello to get my nails done because i haven't done that in a while so oh, let me see for a second i haven't done it i want to get them done oh, you want to say hello to getting your nails yes. okay that's cute all right, well, why are we talking about beauty goals out here? Can we say my curls have been popping lately? I don't know if you guys see, um, we, we got to take a video and, po and post it, but um, Jay's curls are popping. Yeah, okay. popping. And you know, for those of us who are part of the natural sister movement or the natural sister life, you know how it is when you have a good twist out and you know how it is when you have a bad twist out and you know how sometimes the natural life is not always consistent all the time. You may have a good one on one day and then the next day you repeat the same thing and you're like, okay, we're not, it's not, it's not, it's not giving it to me. It's not giving yeah, it yeah. and it's still giving it to me. Like I washed my hair yesterday and it's still giving me pop in. You hear sis, we loving it. So 
I'm, 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 I'm filling my curls lately and I've been trying to really rock. If you guys have been noticing um, me on um, Instagram, or IG, I've been trying to rock my um, natural curls more. Um, I love to resort to good um, braids, loves me some braids. And um, my daughter the other day said, mommy, where's your wig? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you trying to tell me you put it out? Put it out. And they're like, no, mommy, you just haven't worn it. And I was like, no, I've been trying to let my hair, and as um, the oldest said, breathe. I said, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes. So, so thank you. Yeah. So good we said our hellos and goodbyes about life yeah. and our hair check ins. How about that? We gave oh, those. This probably was the longest hellos and goodbyes we've ever had. <laughs> but yes. Well, as we always say, you guys are free to um, share your hellos and goodbyes to us. We'd love to hear it, and we'd love to share you guys' hellos and goodbyes. So, with that being said, let's get on to the episode. So, this will be a fun episode. So, all fam, as you all know, um, Kay and I are both moms, and we have kids. Between the both of us, we have a total of, can we say, six? Yes, six. The both of us, we have six kids ranging in ages as young as three. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. All the way to nine? Eight. Oh, eight. Okay, eight. Oh, three mm-hmm. to eight. So y'all already know that we are in a, <laughs> that mommy mm-hmm. bubble, that mommy bubble episode that we had talked about is like, woohoo. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we were talking one day, Kay and I, and um, as we just, you know, again, own the space that we're in, recognizing that we're moms, that we would do an episode where we would um, talk about our kids, um, but talk about um, our kids and their love languages. Um, and so this episode, we're going to be um, talking about kids, um, love languages, a um, little bit about, about our kids and their love languages, how we're responding into their love languages. And can we say and be honest, sometimes the challenges that we have as parents with trying to you know, speak to our kids um, in the in the in a language that affirms and com- affirms who they are, and so that's what this episode is about. So um, here we go. We're gonna go ahead and talk about it. Um, I know the initially, Kay, help me out here. We had started this conversation. We were starting when we were thinking about our February episode because we really wanted to focus on different types of relationships when we right. talk about love. And right. so, right. I think we, you know, there were a lot of relationships that we have wanted to discuss. But as you all know, we are now in March. Happy March! <laughs> and <laughs> um, but we still wanted to highlight this particular relationship because this is a relationship that um, is important to us in this season in our lives, and that's how we love our kids right that's how we love our kids and I know we are people always say when you have children there's no book that tells you how to raise your children and sometimes you have one child and you think okay and then you have a second child and you're like you are your own you are absolutely not like the first one you are your own person and trying to navigate how to love each child individually and love them you know with, you know, the way they want to be loved. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my biggest fears. Okay. So I had my first and then I didn't have my second until about two years later. Right. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest fears that I was so scared. I actually have to talk to a real girlfriend, girlfriend of mine was, will I have more room to love another child? Cause you know how, when you get your first, when you have your first, you are just like, I never seen a love like this before. <laughs> I <laughs> never experienced a love like this before and then you feel like okay you're gonna have a second child and I was so scared that I I don't know I was like well I have more room to love but can I love this second child the way I know exactly what you mean like could I 
just thinking about the way I loved my first and would I be able to do that? And as soon as the second one, as soon as Avery came out, it was like all over again. And it reminded me of um, Boss Baby. Remember in Boss Baby when he was getting ready to have his brother? And um, then all the, um, it's something about, those are they're always there there's always going to be more room or something like that with the marbles yes, falling yes. all over the place or something like that yes so yeah so that was one of my biggest biggest fears um when it came to um having another child and figuring out will I have more room to to love to love them yeah that was a big that was a um a, I shared that same fear after I had my first and getting ready to have my second like, would I? Because I love him so much. Mm-hmm. How can I possibly have room to love in that same manner? Mm-hmm. But then you just showed that there's some way, some way that your your heart just expands in some way. And you just mm-hmm. all of a sudden I have what you said. Yeah, all of a sudden you just have space for the other one. And you're like, I, I have more room to love. You can't even imagine what life was without that second child there. So yeah, I definitely and- understand. And anyone with a number two, I call them a number two. Number twos, whew. that number two life. That's yeah. it. Mine is my third. You see that? Yours number two. Right. Mine number different. Yeah, my number is different from your number. But that number two, boy, I'd be like, you are your own. If I yeah. ever, if the, if I ever doubted, you are your own person. <laughs> so what would you say? <laughs> what would you say that? Um, your love language, the love languages are for your, for your number two or for, for your yeah, what would, what would you say? Okay. So let's do, um, so for those who know, we're going to pretty much use some of the, um, love languages identified by Gary Chapman. If you guys know who he is, he is one, um, the premier, you know, um, um, speakers on when talking about love languages, he has so many versions of love languages. He has love languages for, um, singles. I had that book at one season of my life. Um, there's the regular love language. So he also has a love language for children. Okay. And so with his love languages for children, he pretty much uses the same ones that he he uses to classify for um, regular love languages, but he just kind of like, um, I like I like to say he uses um, kid language, I guess, to help mm-hmm. you to identify that. Um, if I'm not mistaken, those five love languages are, help me out here, Kay, physical touch, mm-hmm. words of affirmation, all of the time, time um, active service. service, and I'm missing one. Is that one missing? One, two, I three, am missing one. Four. You said words of affirmation already, right? Yes, words of affirmation. Oh, gifts. Come yeah. on. How can I forget? I how, can I, how can I forget? So again, it is physical touch, gifts, words of affirmation, acts of service, and quality time. So when I think about my kiddo, I, I definitely my first one, quality time. She is in love with people, in love with wanting to spend time. You know, um, you know, when they said that kids spell love, T-I-M-E, that mm-hmm. is my number one jade. Um, she loves spending time. She always wants to play. Oh, perfect example. She woke up this morning and my number two was helping me, wakes up, sees that laundry needs to be, she sees that I'm in some, I'm in the middle of um, putting laundry away. So my number two, Avery goes, and literally without me asking, she goes and she's like, mommy, puts her hand out. She wants to help me put the laundry up, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Prince of Tear to my eye. 
<laughs> so she's um, helping me put the laundry up. Mind you, she's four. And her six-year-old sister wakes up and she comes to me with a Moana costume because we keep all the little costumes for these theme parties that kids at this age have. She -hmm. comes with me with a Moana and she's like, I'm going to get ready to dress up right now. She goes, mommy, I'm going to go dress up. I was like, dress up and do what? I'm going to go dress up and play. Are you going to go? I said, go where? I'm doing laundry. So her big thing is if she could play all day, spend quality time with her is how you speak and how you love on her. Whereas for my number two, Avery, um, I, I think words of affirmation is her thing. Um, just speaking to her, like when you, when, when, when we noticed like this week at four years old, she had a spelling test at school and we were like, okay, okay. Um, and we were just constantly like cheering her on every day. Like, oh, you got this. You could do it, Avery. And we have this little saying that, um, I re- I remembered, you know how you say, um, you're the best, you know, I have two kids. So I can't be like, oh, you're the best daughter in the world. Because for me to say you're the best daughter in the world means the other one is not a best, the best right. daughter in the world. So what we've created is you're the best Avery in the world. Oh my gosh. I say the same thing to my kids. You're the best Jason, or you're the best whatever. Yes. And every time we say that, and she was like, oh, mommy, you're the best mommy ever. Ever. So anytime we, um, you know, use those kind of words and we affirm and continue to affirm her, she literally lights up and you know, Avery, Avery is not a, a light bulb when you first meet her. Um, she's very um, serious because she's observing the room. Yeah. But, um, she is a light bulb when we um, speak words of affirmations to her. So that's enough about my kids. I know I took up a lot of time. No, I uh, actually, I was going to say something like when you, you made me realize something as you were explaining that um, what happened this morning, it just made me realize how important it is for you to understand your child because it's not that Jay didn't want to help you. It's not like, you know, she just, this is what her, this is, this, this is what priority is for her. And it would have been so easy but, for you to be like, well, look at your little sister. At least you know she what? realized what I need. What and then that would tear her down. But that's, it's not that she doesn't want to help you. It's just, that's just not her thing. And understanding like, okay, well, you know, not putting her down, but like, look, this is what I'm doing right now. Notice what I'm doing. This helps us raise our children. So I thought, as you said, I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a big thing. Because for me, I get, I, you know, I've always talked about like during our hellos and goodbyes, I'm always like, I want to be more patient with my children because I have four children. And so sometimes trying to get all of these love languages together. And so at that moment, I think I've been guilty of before saying to my children, well, look, she knows what I need. Look at what she's doing. And it's not necessarily that this child doesn't want, you know, love me any less or doesn't want doesn't want that it's just that's just not where my head is that's just not who I am as a person right so I thought the example was a great example Jay oh, I, yeah. that, that, that was a light bulb as soon as you said I was like oh my gosh I didn't as, even realize that as, um the good the, the good reverend says um the good reverend oftentimes is what I refer to my husband the good reverend says um honoring your children and where they are honoring their children and where they are oof Oh, Lord, okay. <laughs> We're all trying to do this, people. Like We're all this, trying to do this. this. I used to say that there are not some days where I'm like, girl, can you stop that? We're not doing that right now. Can you go pick up some clothes and go put this up, please? Um, right. You know, there, there are moments, come on now, like, you know, this parenting thing is 24 hours. So there are some moments where um, 
I'm not going to dishonor who you are. <laughs> I'm not going to dishonor who you are. I'm going to redirect. I'm going to redirect you. Right. <laughs> but, I, but I think what I was trying to, but with what you're saying with redirecting, I think it's just important how yeah, we're redirecting. How we do that. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's why I said that the way you redirected in that moment was yeah. awesome yeah. because if you're redirecting in a way that pushes her down, then she's going to think that there's something wrong with wanting to play. Yeah. I mean, yeah. child, that's what you want to do. That's, you know, right? So, how about your kids? Well, okay, I have four kids and... um. That's a lot of love. A lot of love because we had like our surprise twins. So um, my first is definitely acts of service is his thing. Really? Yeah. Helping him, um, helping him do stuff. And I want to say it's like an acts of service mix. And I said acts of service, my bad, not acts of service, gifts. Gifts mix in with quality time. Those two things, like those two things are like one in one. But if I were to pick one, specific it would be quality time for him because if he's playing I've realized when he's playing a game just me sitting next to him I don't know what's going on with this game (laughs) just me sitting next to him and asking him questions him always asking me hey look at this look how this person's playing um he really enjoys that quality time of us sitting together and um spending time with us um and I think this was over the past year too that quality time became really big Mm-hmm. because and, and that's the other thing with these love languages is that they shift it right they change based off seasons it fluctuates so yep. before his love language was definitely gifts but then over the past year it's been quality time like quality time he wants me and that is such it's it's hard it's hard for me right now but quality time is his um my second is definitely um hers is also quality time I think all my kids at this point in life are quality time, but hers is definitely also quality time. She wants, and she also wants, um, if you get her a gift, she's like, for me, me, you got that just for me, for me, but quality time and those two things. Um, my, my twins, because they're like, they're getting their personality right now. It's so interesting to watch them grow. Um, and they're two they're twins, but they're two separate people. You should know, you know that life, the twin life. All of their twins, they're two different, they're separate individual people. And so my my girl twin, um, Kelsey, she is physical touch. There's no doubt, there's nothing else more important to her than cuddling, kissing, hugging. She comes all day. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. She's coming to give me a kiss. I love you, mommy. And I'm. if you don't, she will, you'll hear her voice. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. I love you. She'll just keep getting higher until you respond to her. Um, can I have a hug? Can I have a kiss? Like all day. Physical touch is her. And then Josiah is words of affirmation. Aw, Josiah. You tell him, Josiah, you're so, you are such a Aww. good boy. The handsome boy, his face lights up. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, he's so cute. So those are the um those are their love languages that I've I've realized. So four ju- different children, four different types of love language, and it's just trying to maneuver those things. But it helps to understand why they act the way they act and yeah. um, accepting them for who they are. So yeah. So yeah. we said about the love languages, and we t- I talked a little bit about the challenges of those love languages. I know for me, my biggest challenge is um not only is that there is um making sure that I'm making time to honor each of their love languages, 
one of the the hardest part for me of, of the love languages is Kelsey's love language, which is physical mm-hmm. touch. And I'm not very much of a physical touch type person. Mm-hmm. So but God knew that I needed a child that liked physical touch mm-hmm. in this season of my life too. It's mm-hmm. just perfect for constantly like there are moments where I'm just feeling like, oh gosh. And she's like, hug. <laughs> <laughs> so she's I'm always getting hugs, always getting kisses. So physical touch is very hard because sometimes I'm just like my skin hurt. I don't want to touch. Uh, I'm so tired of the hugs. No more hugs, no more kisses. But that is the biggest challenge for me. Do you have any challenges with the love languages on your end? You know what? Um I think my biggest challenge is um because you know. <laughs> Um, I want to do it right, right? I think we all want to, like, who wants to fail at parenting, right? But like you said earlier in the episode, um, there's no, like, guide per se, like, child. you know, because you know, every child is different, right? Of course, there's some um, grounding that, you know, we get some general across the board stuff, you know, that that applies to all kids. But um, but when it comes to me and the way I parent my kids, and especially speaking to their love language, is just trying not to, I find myself parenting to their future self. Mm. And so what that means is um, I'm always thinking about how this moment right here will, will manifest in a, manifest in them as an adult or play out in an adult. So for example, my oldest for, um, you know, she, she's the one that has a, like, she would have these strong, what do you call them? Strong, strong emotions. She has mm-hmm. strong emotions, which means like, tantrums people tantrums to the point that my family like girl where this girl come from like where she where she learned this from I can't tell you I can't tell you but she's always had very strong emotions and even now as an as you know in her age of six I see that she wears her emotions on her sleeve she's very emotional um and yeah. she's, she's very passionate she's very passionate about things that matter to her um, however, that also has, that also makes her a very compassionate person yes. she, when she sees that people are hurting, she internalizes it. And, you know, even in her prayers at night, she will pray for those things that she recognizes. Like I know for a while she was praying that COVID would go away because she says it's causing people not to, um, to, to, to visit people anymore. So she's mm-hmm. very, very compassionate. Um, but what my big thing is, so for example, let's say, um, she has a tantrum. I would literally go like, you better stop that right now. And I'm parenting and I'm like, that is enough. Um, cause you don't want, I'm not raising no spoiled, no spoiled, no spoiled child who can't hear. No, in life, you're going to hear. No, she's like, she's like six, <laughs> you're like, Calm down, dad. She's like six or she forgets. Um, she doesn't make her bed and it's like, Hey, 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 you want to be sloppy? You want to be that kid in college that everybody's looking at and be like, your mama ain't teach you how to put your stuff up, clean up after yourself. You do not want to be that sloppy person. She's six, like, you know, like six year olds, like they're still trying to trying to make sure they brush their teeth. Like, come on. And mm-hmm. so, so in me, um, parenting that way, sometimes it makes me very, um, tense all the time and very like military, like, <laughs> like I want things that I want things a particular way. Cause I want to nip it in a bud. Cause I don't want you to be spoiled. I don't want you to be feeling like you're entitled to anything. And so anytime I see any small, small, Mm. moments of that um it, it like got to jump on it I got to jump on it now because I'm not going to raise you know raise that kind of a child you know what I'm saying and it's like Jasmine so you're basically making it about you right it's like Jasmine pump your brakes mm-hmm. stop she's six 
sure. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's some moments where you're going to have to draw the line in the sand. There's some right. moments that are going to call for some things, but it can't be that way all the time because also I was missing out on who they are right now. Like missing who they are, you know, because I'm so busy trying to make sure that, no, I want you to be a they might be. Adult. Yeah. And it's just like, no, if you do and you plant those seeds now in a loving, gentle way, honoring, respecting them, affirming them, um, modeling to them how to do certain things, it will come. And so I've noticed that once I've made that shift, um, I've been, I've, I've been, I actually, I actually like being around myself and not to say that my kids didn't like being around me. I don't want you to think I was like a terror. Um, but just for me and just kind of my own retrospect and retrospection and, and looking just, um, yeah, that was, that was, that was a challenge. But for I have me. a question. Is that, is that because of like you as a teacher and kind of seeing, I, I listen, thank you, Kay. Cause it has to come from somewhere. Yeah. It comes from one, two, being around other adults that you see and you're like, wow, how did you grow up to feel so entitled? How did you grow up to be so mean? How did you grow up to be so, you know, just seeing adults and the way how some adults act and just like, oh God, I just don't want my kids to be that way. Cause I don't like a, adults who are mean and feel entitled and stuff. So just want to nip that in the butt now. And also because I'm in the classroom all the time and you see kids and you're just like, oh my God, Lord. Let me nip this in the bud right now because right because you're not gonna be one of these students another teacher walking yeah. in the hallway and the teachers looking like and the kids are looking like now you're not gonna be okay, that too. so we're gonna do that now and so yeah so I think um, those things kind of kind of contributed to that but like I said um, that's also like parenting out of fear and that fear was really not allowing me to really honor my kids and really enjoy them and enjoy who they are right now you know you hear people say all the time they're gonna grow up they're gonna grow up they're not gonna be this little forever they're gonna grow up fast and it's gonna happen fast and so love them you know just love on them and where they are and so um in doing that I've I found myself really enjoying my kids more like I don't know really enjoying them more yeah yeah I I can add to that parenting out of fear um, when I realized that because I work in the child welfare field and kind of seeing what certain parenting leads to, um, certain parenting style leads to or seeing children um, who, you know, the effects of children in certain type of parenting style, I think that caused me to parent in a way that um, I'm not like, you see how you was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna raise no um, sloppy child or whatever. Mine is more like, I'm not gonna raise no children who can't speak up for themselves. Mm -hmm. So if it takes you to talk, like you're gonna talk, like you are not going to sit by and just like, I need you to be able to speak up for yourself. I need you to be able to speak up for others that you see that things are going wrong. I need you to speak. and stuff like that. And it also affects like how I discipline too. Cause I know a lot of times you're looking at it and people are like, oh, how come? Well, you know, cause everyone always has an opinion on how you raise your own children. Mm-hmm. Everyone. So I think disciplining to that, that brought that, cause you know, when you in the child welfare field and you're seeing people see take discipline too far or like they're taking it like, and you see the effects of what happens to children um, when you're disciplining them that, you know, in a way that, doesn't really work for them because one style of discipline might work for one of your children and they might not work for another children, another child. You might have to just say, don't do that for one child. And they're already like, oh, 
still crying. <laughs> and then you have another child where you're like, I need to take stuff away from you. They're like, oh, you know, like each child is so different in the in the um in the, in forms of discipline. But yeah, the challenge, those things are challenges. So um, and so we talked about the these love languages, right? Mm-hmm. And how do we sh- so how do we challenges, right? We talk challenges, but how do we show these things? So for example, acts of service. How might one show acts of service for um love in in the way of acts of service for a child who's that that's their love language? Um so I know that um I thought about that and I was like, well, maybe making their favorite snacks. Um I I don't know if you've ever seen one of those. There's this lady on some social media. Somebody told me about her. And yeah, and she she makes these lunches for her kids. She writes little notes. Like I feel love just looking at her doing it. It's it's so amazing. Like she'll just make, like she'll make little sushi things and just put little notes and little nice little things. I just said, I love you. You're the best. May this day bring you this. So Mm -hmm. if that's your child's love language, Acts of service might be doing that, bringing them that, um, bring, making them breakfast, bringing them, like not just making them breakfast down, making them their, making their favorite breakfast and saying, Hey, this morning, I'm going to, I'm going to do something special for you. Mm-hmm. You got to put that for you because the response is for me. Yes, right. For you. And that's, and I was telling you about Kaylee. That's how Kaylee is. She has this thing that she likes for breakfast and each of my, y'all raising four kids. Can I pause? Can I put a pen right here? Raising four okay, kids. Pen it, pen it. Raising four kids is interesting. They, all, I have like two things that they, I can make that all four of them like. <laughs> two things that I can make that all four will eat because everything else, there's one person who's what like. What are the two? What are the two? What are the two? Those two things are oatmeal and, um, and this is not like, you know, the junk, you know, every kid likes the junk, but that's oatmeal and rice. Those are the two things oh, okay. that I just say mac. no macaroni. And cheese. Oh, macaroni too. I forgot about macaroni. So three things, macaroni and cheese, oatmeal and rice. Those things, everyone will eat everything else, even cereal, everything else is like, no, I don't like that. So specifically for my, for my, for my, for my daughter, there's this one thing that she likes. If I make it, I'm like, I'm making this for you and everyone else will have everything else for breakfast. But I make this one thing. Cause she's the only one who likes it. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, for me, she mm-hmm. made her day. Mm-hmm. So that's how you show acts of service. Those and, are, those, and, and those are big things. Even, even small things too. Like, Oh, let me tie your shoe. Come, let mommy tie your shoe for you, big girl. Oh, hey, come, sweetie. Let mommy tie your right. shoe. Oh, let mommy put your jacket on for you. Um, just a little bit of that. Because again, everything with balance, guys. Like you don't want to over um overdo it, right? But just everything with balance. Everything with balance. And what else? Because I know you had access service on your end. Um, service. Time. So what is your quality time? Well, what what would quality time look like? I well, I said playing, playing. Yeah, I said playing, playing with um, like you know, Kaylee is a very big um, what is it like the people imagination taking the toy oh, like um, role playing, stuff like that so if you go into the room while she's playing and she sits down and she's just telling you about it and bringing that in same thing for my oldest like he's playing a video game asking him questions about it um well who who's the best fighter you said goku what why is goku the best fighter oh no but that's not my best fighter like i had to like learn about these things thank god i have brothers who knows so i can kind of ask yeah i could ask them about okay he likes this right now tell me some stuff that i can say to him so those things um 
um, it was quality time. Those things make him feel special. Yeah, and um, some things that also that you know parents can think about when we think about quality time is just making little moments special. So something as simple as a drive in the car. Um, if you have multiple kids, just doing like those, I like to call them those one-on-ones, right? Kids love, especially when you have more than one kid, one-on-ones, like, hey, I'm going to spend time. Hey, hey, Avery, go with me. Let's go to the grocery store together, just you and me. Or hey, so-and-so, let's just go to the grocery store together. And just that ride by itself, that one-on-one is like life for a kid whose love language or primary language is quality time. Um, mm-hmm. Or even um, just, again, little small moments that we can make really big moments to those kids, you know? Yeah. Anyway, what else we have? Gifts? No, that's not right. Gifts, just gifts, buy the gifts. Buy but gifts. here's the thing: when you're buying the gifts, it can't just be I'm not just bringing a gift. It oh, has yeah. to be a gift that they like and they yeah. want. Exactly. Yeah. For them. We've learned that the hard way. They <laughs> want. Because now, now we've reached a point where, like, especially around Christmas time or birthday times, like I've reached with my oldest. I don't know if you were there yet, Jeff, where I'm like, listen, I'm not gonna mess this up. Just tell me what you want. Tell me what you want. Write down, circle what you want because we are gonna open up that gift and just be like, like they're gonna know it's not a meltdown anymore. This is what what we get. Jason will open up the gift and go, I'm appreciative. Thank you. <laughs> Next. This is not what I wanted, but I'm appreciative. Thank you. I'm happy that you bought it for me. And you're like, dang, got it wrong. Okay. All right. So we did that. Yeah. They're the little kind of there too, getting having them kind of tell us specifically. Okay, what do specifically, yeah. As a matter of fact, because the girls had a great week this week at school, I um rewarded them with um, I said, okay, you guys can get um something. I said, together combined, it can be no more than $25 together. Like together, I said together. It could be no more than $25. And so they're like, they literally said, mommy, let me get your phone. And I knew what that meant. That didn't mean YouTube. That meant Apple. Not Apple. Amazon. Amazon. So we went to the Amazon app. <laughs> they're like, mommy, I want to look for baby stuff. And so I type in baby stuff and they're like scrolling through. Look at where we're living in. Child. That's the world we're living in. That's but the world. They, spoke, they loved it. They were looking for Amazon's box to come to the house and they saw that. They heard that knock in the door and they went rushing to the door. So gifts for those whose primary languages are gifts, like Kay said, giving them something that speaks specifically to them, to them, to them. And mm-hmm. I think we have what else? Physical touch, just um continue hugs, to them kiss. hugs, cuddle time, cuddles, kissing. And even if you're walking by and you yeah. just touch their face yeah being even like being in the same um space that closeness they're they're just all about closeness right and just right. those affirming and reaffirming touches and i think mm-hmm. the last one we had acts of service we did words of affirmation words of affirmations again um speaking those words to your kids that makes them feel good and makes them smile um that affirms them and reminds them how much they love you and you love them um I um, started doing um, the notes in the lunch boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the best every ever. I love you. Happy faces, things like that. Listen, one day I didn't. I, I listen. One day I forgot to put the post-it in there. Avery, my youngest, was like, "Mommy, I didn't get a sticker." And I was like, "Oh, because sometimes you're thinking that's not you know for some kids." You know how, like, I know that's her primary, that's her um, language, the words of affirmation, but like for, um, for, for Jade, even though that may not be her primary love language, but they all look forward to it. 
right you know, we all look forward to it so it's all still kind of beneficial to um to all your kids but just learning to affirm and reaffirm them um with those love languages so i know we talked about all those things and we explained them a little bit um so what is a takeaway that you think that we can kind of um leave with our all fam who have who have kids um that they can take away from this episode um about you know honoring their kids um loving loving them and having a you know loving their kids and speaking their love language so okay if you can give me one thing that could be a takeaway um from this episode what would it be for you and i'll come in and i'll share mine afterwards i think the big i'll say like one of the biggest lessons that I've, I've also learned in parenting is that the you just like you have a specific way that you like to be loved that you like to be talked to spoken to i should say that um that you your your children are the same way like giving them that same grace to learn them and realize that you know this we talked about earlier this will help you understand them understand like the, the decisions that they make understand um and this also makes it that your child i always say this that your child is not sitting in therapy talking about you and what <laughs> For the, I always be like, hey, if you got to go to therapy when you get oldest, I don't want to be the reason that you are in therapy. Maybe um, we could we can touch on some mistakes I've made, but let's not let me not be the reason. So I think that um that's one of those things of just you learn your child and it helps you understand your child better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's good. I think those are good. Just honoring. I think if I hear you clearly, honoring your child, honoring them and where they are. And what was the other piece? Don't let your child have to go to therapy just for you. <laughs> exit, drop mic, exit scene. No, exit scene, drop mic. I'll come in on the back end and just say, I think, Kay, you hit it on the head, this idea of honoring our kids, um, just where they are. And I'm going to throw in there um, biggest lessons I'm learning. I'm learning about parenting, um, even when I'm thinking about how to love on my kids, is this grace. Um, just praying that God gives me more grace um, Amen. Um, because who knows um, we don't always get it right there are moments where we um, you know, we drop the ball in parenting but that grace that God gives is unmerited um, is is not that it's not like we he has to give it to us um, but he gives it to us um, even when we fail and when we um, don't hit that that parenting that parenting target all the time um, but I'm learning oh, about um, the grace that the grace that I want in parenting and the grace that God also gives us in parenting. And, um, and I want to leave us with um, those two things, guys, remember, remember to that honor and grace, but also what the Bible says to us in Psalms 123, that children are, an, are, a, um, are a, a heritage from the Lord. Um, it's an offspring, a reward that there is a blessing that children bring with them um, and that they are um, an inheritance um, and that they are a blessing um, and that just God just wants us to continue to just love on them and honor them from where they are and know that he has given us the grace to be the best parents that we can be for those kids that you have. And I think that was one of the biggest things I learned for somebody who gave me a, um, a thing one day. They said, God chose you specifically for to be their parent. And with mm-hmm. that, 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 that says that, that, with that, that's encouraging. So, oh. 
Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys. We always appreciate you guys. And I was going to jump in before, you know, I was going to say, hey, and also parents, um, parents, also guys, if there's some parenting tips that you have or some things that you've learned about parenting, please share it, share it. Let us know. We'd love to hear about it when this episode launches. Put it in the comments on our IG so that we can go ahead and connect with you as well. Go ahead. Okay. That was about it. That was like, thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate all of the love and support. As we always say, give us five stars. If you feel like you don't want to give us five stars, don't don't listen to that spirit. Listen to the spirit of God who's telling you to give us the five stars. (laughs) With that being said, you guys have a great one. And remember to keep keep living life his his way. way. (laughs) Bye.